When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bit of footy now. And there's a lot of, I guess, hot air spoken this time of the year. You know, players as fit as they've ever been and who's winning time trials and who's knocking the times off their 2K time trials. But there's a couple of things that do... You do sit up and take notice this time of the year. As David King said last week with Jared, you know, surgeries and players coming back late to the preseason is a bit of an alarm bell. But certainly the most alarming thing at this time of the year is serious injuries. And unfortunately, we got that at Collingwood on Friday when Dan McStay, who's had a terrible run now when you get injured in the prelim, miss a premiership, building yourself back up and now does the ACL on Friday. The Pies are back on the track today. We're going to hear from... The, Former docker Lockie Schultz uh, later when he addresses the media. But uh, Braden Ingram from Channel 9 is down there at the moment as the pies hit the track. And we just thought we'd touch base and see how it's going down there. G'day, Braden. G'day, Jules. You know I'm full of hot air all the time. So happy to be here and uh, pump up the pies. <laughs> On a pretty hot day as well. There's been a lot of sort of wintry training days. But this actually feels more like a, a pre-season day. A bit of heat, bit of sun. And it's going to be pretty tough on the players today. Well, Demon's first day back last week, as you say, it was pouring rain at Goshes. Uh, we've got the contrast today where it's a bit of wind around and uh, 30 degrees. I see Darcy Moore's about 20 metres in front of me with a sherry in each hand, um, back on track and ready to go. We saw a number of pies last week uh, rejoin first to four groups, so to, uh, Jordan Goey Later in the week, uh, Scott Penderbury was there from the start, also Tom Mitchell, so... Uh, look, no surprise to see Scott Penry back there early. He just seems to love it, even though it's his uh, 19th season, still going as strong as ever. Any sign of Daniel McStay down there this morning? Not at this stage, Jules. Um, I mean, I can see Mason Cox on a bike. He's sort of the only player at the moment who looks to be doing a recovery. The rest of them are sort of all breaking off into some individual groups. So, I mean, obviously that was so disappointing the way it happened pretty innocuous as well at training on friday it was early on in the session and non-contact really just changed direction um the pies have been keen to stress that you know it was nothing to do with victoria park but i mean it it's 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 green and it's uh, it looks decent but certainly there are some areas in it where you go is this ideal to be um you know doing uh your your, your pre-season training on i don't know so i'm not certainly blaming it but it's just uh, I know some of the AFLW girls weren't a massive rap for the surface either. So they'll be back on Olympic Park in the new year once it's relayed, but they'll be on Victoria Park up until Christmas. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, Braden. I did notice um, Sam Landsberger tweet, it was either on Friday or over the weekend, that some, as you said, some of the AFLW girls had raised a little bit of concern over the surface, and we know they play their home games at Victoria Park. I mean, I guess, though, you know, crisis creates opportunity. Now, whether that is from someone within... Collingwood, and I think, well, they've got three list spots, Collingwood. They've got five players training with them at the moment. Just 
from your point of view, just take us through who this might open the door for with Daniel McStay not being there in 2024. Well, I think for me, the obvious one is Ash Johnson. Obviously, he, he, he has, could have the ability to pinch hit in the ruck as well. He sort of he's shown glimpses, um, but couldn't get into that side when really um, the whips were cracking towards the end of the year. So for me, he, he he's the main one, but he's still got a bit of development to do. But I guess. Um, they know straight away in the preseason that um, you know, he, someone like him is going to be required. But we saw last year, you know, obviously McStay is a difficult position to fill. But you know, Oleg Markov coming onto the list really late and filling the role. So those SSP selections they definitely open the door for um, plenty of guys who can come and come and train on. Yeah, it's an interesting mix they got down there at Collingwood at the moment. So they got Josh Air, who was at the Bombers, uh, tried to get on the Saints list. Last year's key forward can play key back as well. They've got their VFL captain, Campbell Husswaite. Bryn Teagle, who played some footy as Port Adelaide, as sort of a, a ruck slash uh, forward. Uh, Jack Bytel, the Saints midfielder. And VFA, VAFA star, Sam Sofranides, who's a 23-year-old uh, from Collegian. So the, and if you look across those players, they do have some players that sort of can play that key position. So they might have an option or two in their SSP there. Well, yeah, I mean... Rin Teekle is the one who maybe could stand out to me. Obviously, he's a bit more of a ruckman at 203 centimetres, but uh, he was obviously able to pay the, um, the six or so games with power throughout the year. So I think that, that at least would fill them with a little bit of comfort. And even last year, it's easy to forget, Jules. Like, was it around Anzac Day we were sort of talking about the ruck crisis of the five? Yeah. Pretty much all of them were down. And it's like, how, how are they going to make this work? And, I, and they guys just stepped up and, and, and filled a role. Certainly, I think, um, you know, at times it was um, McStay sort of filling in. So that, that, they've, got, they've got options, I guess, is the point. And I think there's no, I don't know if you'd agree, there's probably no better side in terms of flexibility. Craig McRae certainly drilled that into his side. Into his side. Like we saw Will Hoskin Elliott come in and, you know, very played down back and comes in and plays a role in the final series. So I think... That's something that um, Craig McRae has really fostered in the past years. I'm sure we'll continue to see that this year as well. What's going on in the background there, Braden? Oh, well, they, I've, I've got the headphones in, so maybe it's a bit loud. I can, uh, I can switch it up if you want, Jules. But they're literally, the, uh, they're literally training in front of me at the moment. So it looks to be some of the younger guys. and see Paddy Lipinski in front of me, Jeremy Howe, Harry Demetia, their new draft AGs. I, I interviewed him. I don't know if you had a chance to hear, hear mm. much from him, Jules, but he's very, very impressive. It's yeah. like when you're talking to him, it feels like you're talking to a guy in his mid-20s. Obviously, he's been around a cricket setup, and so he's had to grow up pretty quickly. But um, he's the type of guy who you could see almost taking on a leadership position pretty quickly in terms of just in an, in an on-field sense and, and really... Um, helping drive those younger guys as well. I thought it might have been a few of your media mates uh, trying to put you off there, uh, Braden. I don't guess have it... any of those, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we said off the top there, you don't want serious injuries at this time of the year. And, and you know, off-season surgery is is common. But when it when you hear players coming back in, you know, late Jan, early February, that where it can be a concern. I guess Collingwood does have one in that category in Braden Maynard. Well, yeah, exactly. So pretty much he's had the, they're calling it the shoulder stabilisation. So I guess that's, you know, pretty much call that a shoulder rico. Not back on the track, as you say, until February. Jamie Elliott's one as well, who had a bit of a shoulder work done as well. And he, he's not um, re-establishing himself until January. And then there's a number of other guys sort of in a little bit of a, I guess, a maintenance phase, which is pretty standard in terms of like your Darcy Moore. Um, I think Darcy Cameron's in there as well. Big Dacos, although I Nick almost at full flight in the first week. I don't think he's... <laughs> He's having too many issues. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, particularly losing McStay. But I guess 
again, it's early on in the preseason. As long as they're not sort of um, mounting into you know two injuries turning into four or five, then um, I think just get on with the job. But I guess you know we um, you you often do see it. I mean, uh, Chris Scott sort of come out, or not Chris Scott, but Geelong sort of the rumblings in the background that maybe they didn't come back in absolute pristine shape as they could have. So um, we've seen that happen many a time. I guess um, the, the premiers sort of enjoy the celebration. So let's see. Um, how the Pies approach uh, approach this preseason? Anything else taking your eye as you've done the preseason rounds over the last few weeks? Um, well, it, I mean, the thing that stood out to me was I don't know we if we get carried away with this all the time, but seeing um, players back on deck. But for me, seeing Christian Petrarca, Max Gorn, and then even Clayton Oliver later in the week uh, last week at Melbourne, you, you did get the feeling Jake Lever was out there from the get go as well. But it was a bit like all right. We've 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 copped it, um, you know, in 2023, and there's, there's there's very much a point to prove. So I, I think that's going to be the one that they're the ones I'm watching this preseason. The demons, I reckon they'll be flat out because I think the way things ended, not only last season but the season before that, obviously the Clayton all the stuff in the background has been criticisms of their culture. Stephen May, you know, helped pour plenty of fuel on the fire. So. There's every reason, you know, what is it? The the, um, the chip on your shoulder story is pretty common. The point to prove uh, story in sports pretty common. But I think they've genuinely got one here. Um, and 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 they'll aim to use it as motivation to the Demons the, the watch for me this preseason. Yeah, it's going to be a big watch on the Demons uh, throughout 2024. Braden, uh, thanks for your time. We look forward to your report on Channel 9 News tonight. Thanks, Jules. Chat soon, mate.